Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Love Mondays Club podcast. So today I am joined by another lovely tutor called Katie, who I will let her introduce herself in a moment. But I'm very excited to have her on today as a guest. And I think she's going to share some really interesting and insightful knowledge with everybody here. So Katie and I first met maybe back in like February, April time this year, I think it was. It was definitely around the beginning of the year. And yeah, I've sort of watched Katie's business grow, flourish, absolutely boom, literally over the next six months. And I love following her page and I'll put all the links to all of her pages and everything in the show notes as well. So you can go and follow her and cheer her on. You know, it makes me wish that I was one of her students. So I'm going to pass over to Katie and let her introduce herself a little bit more. Tell us about what she does. Oh, hello. Well, thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> so I have been private tutoring full time since March, but I did dip my tone a little bit at the beginning of the year. So I do during the day it's more home educated children and then I do some after school children and I do a Saturday morning and it's just um lots of variety lots of different students um and yeah I'm really loving it (laughs) so I was on and off for 15 years and uh, obviously with maternity leave having children and things like that but yes so I left the classroom when I had my youngest baby I had her last October and then I just thought I wanted something more with more flexibility I was thinking I'll go back teaching part-time and then I thought oh I'll do a bit of tutoring because I've done tutoring before years ago when I was very young (laughs) or younger I thought oh I could do tutoring uh, again and then there's this whole world that I had no idea about online there is just a community of a tutors who are so helpful and uh, lots of support out there but also there's so many children I had no idea there was such a big market. I had no idea. So I, I was when I when I first did my page, I thought, oh, if I could get two a week after school, that'll be fine. And I thought, and I kind of talked to myself and thought, oh, that'll be fine. And I was so nervous. And then it's just kind of gone mad, but in a good way. <laughs> Amazing. Like we say. It has totally boomed, hasn't it, since you started doing this in in March. And, you know, this is, I think, a huge thing to your credit. This is not an accident. You know, you've you've sort of done, you've followed like building an online business so well. And that's, you know, definitely what we're going to dive into today and talk a little bit more about that. Because I know there are so many people who, you know, listen to this podcast and part of the Facebook groups that we're in who are kind of thinking about going into tutoring. But you know, and I think it's totally understandable. But when you first start a business, sometimes there is a little bit of that scarcity mindset, isn't there? And you think, you know, are there going to be enough students out there for me? Tutoring such a crowded market. There are so many tutors. Like, how am I going to stand out? Amazing. Okay, so just as well, what what subjects is it that you're teaching? It really is a bit of everything. So I do my groups. I do geography, science and history. That's every week. I For my after school children, it's maths and English. I do a bit of that during the day as well. But then, for example, one child, we're just doing cooking and we're doing, I do a little Lego club yeah it's just it's, it really is just tailoring 
the session for the child. So I've got quite a new student who started last week and we're just doing Play-Doh at the moment. We're just getting to know each other and it's just it's just such a slower pace that you can get to know them and then really tailor the sessions to them, which is lovely. So yeah, a bit of everything. <laughs> Amazing. No, but that variety is, you know, it can be so much fun. And like I said, I sometimes look at your class list, especially the geography ones. I love geography at school. And because at the moment you're going through like an A to Z of countries, aren't you? And it's amazing. Like I'm looking at it like, this is so cool. I would have loved this as a kid. Like even as an adult, like half tempted to ask if I can come along and do some Austrian baking with you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you as I go as well. But I think that's the thing, isn't it, with tutoring is that it just gives you so much more freedom to be creative and, you know, do all these sorts of fun things that when you're in the classroom, you you wished you could do this sort of stuff, have the flexibility. Yeah, you just in the classroom, you've just got a set list of what you've got to do. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. You know, it's not any teacher's fault or anything, but you kind of can't stop for children. Like if they don't get it, you've got to kind of plow on and just... Everyone's got to, you know, get their objectives done and everything. But whereas tutoring, if you if they don't get it, you can go over it as many different times and, and try all these different things. And it's just lovely. I love it. <laughs> It is, isn't it? No, it is, isn't it? And like you say, in the classroom, it can just be so frustrating sort of having to stick to those, yeah, sort of regimented timetables and things. So many people come to me and say, you know, they would like to start doing home education because I think in many ways it's kind of seen as a bit of the holy grail, isn't it? Because it's daytime hours, you know, you potentially don't have to work so much in the afternoon and evenings. Tutoring, I think, can be a bit of an unsociable job. You know, we're working sort of all those after school hours, weekends and things. So, yes, home ed is definitely the sort of holy grail I think sometimes for teaching and I think a lot of people have sort of said to me they find it quite a closed market it's quite sort of hard to start you know working with families and things like that because they're within their communities so can you give people listening to this podcast a couple of tips of sort of how you started with home education well I hope I can (laughs) Um, it was kind of accident I was sharing because I didn't know really about home education I didn't know um very naive in that respect and ignorant in a way so I was sharing just you know my normal one-to-one and then my local council phoned me and said oh I've seen you're a local tutor do you have any availability and I got really excited I thought yes so they gave me children that can't go to school because of medical conditions or behavior or they're waiting for a school that kind of thing and I think the fact that I had those children I was taking photos I was sharing what we were doing I think then as I found out about the home education community they went to my page and perhaps there was a bit of trust there that I've I've worked with children that maybe are similar to their children or I think that was how it kind of blossomed if you like so my first piece of advice would be to go to your local council and see if they have any children who are not going to school for whatever reason and whether you can help in that way. And then I just think being consistent in the groups, I've got about five or six groups that I share in maybe every day. I, I still consistently share and I and I just think and talking to them as well and not just promoting, but, you know, offering ideas and things like that. I think, yes, treat them like customers, but also like people and children like it's they're not just you know pound signs they are in this community for a reason so they want to trust you and they want to know that you know your stuff kind of thing and 
yeah so I think I think that's the way (laughs) no amazing that I mean that is exactly what I preach on this podcast you know about sort of how to market like you've you've hit it on the head there like it's it is about building up that trust isn't it and I loved what you just said about don't see them as pound signs because I think I think it's through no fault of many people's but it is so easy to do that because of course like we say when you're starting a business there's a lot more pressure on you isn't there financially to start kind of building up that income especially if you've made that leap from leaving school to doing it full time, like it can feel quite intense in the beginning. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think if you go into these spaces with an attitude of how can I help someone today rather than how can I sell to someone today? It's amazing that mindset shift, how it changes your language, how you interact with people. And like you said, 100% people just start to trust you. So yeah, you've done an amazing job with that. And I think as well, like a really key thing you just said there is the word consistency. I I think it's so easy for us to kind of let the ball drop a little bit because we think, oh, it's just one day. I won't post today. Or, you know, or I haven't maybe got much engagement on my posts recently. So what's the point? You know, like what what's the point in posting? So I know a huge thing that people struggle with is, well, this is all well and good, but what do I post? You know, what should I be saying? So what would be your advice, Katie, for people? What sort of things do you post that you think has helped like build that that no like and trust factor with your audience so now it's quite easy in that I just well you know I just post about my day I post photos and if any of the children say anything funny I post that and I I post things for my own life like I post about my children and I share reviews and I try and I do post every day I mean it, it must feel like I'm just bad well but I'm not selling I very very rarely unless I've got a club that I really want to fill or uh, recently I had my history club and I I really wanted to you know get more children so I'd I'd post then but I try and do it so I don't really sell at all I'm hoping that pictures and that sell on its own kind of thing but what I did do in the beginning when I didn't have any children and I remember I I wrote on a a forum and I said what do I post if I don't have any children and um (laughs) and what I did it's a bit it's a bit sneaky really but I I staged activities so I I've got I've got children of my own so they've got um you know learning games puzzles and things and I would just share something that they've already got and I'd explain how I'd use it so I didn't lie and say oh I've got this student I'd say this is what I've got and so I'd be honest but it was staged does that mean if the girls had homework I would take photos of what they were doing so I'd try and make it practical I'd try and show how I would so it's not just a worksheet but they're you know they're doing something like I think I did a, a measuring activity of my middle child and I just sort of said oh you know practical activities are brilliant so yeah I'd say in the beginning when you haven't got any and you don't want to just keep going sell 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 stage activities share resources share books you have share photos of you when you're teaching or share your travels or share you know there are loads of things you can share that aren't necessarily with the child that you have I heard a really great quote the other day. I've said it in so many different places. I've actually lost track of where I originally got the quote from. I must find it and credit the person properly. (laughs) But basically, they were saying, like, there is no unique message, just a unique messenger. And I really love that. And I think it's so, it's so, like, empowering and 
inspiring because like we were saying at the beginning, weren't we? The tutoring market is so busy with people offering very similar things. So I think what you just said there, again, totally hits the nail on the head of like how to stand out and be original because like people buy people, don't they? And, you know, getting to know you, like you say, like pictures of your family, your girls are totally adorable, by the way. I love, I love seeing photos of them. They're so sweet. But like you say, like showing pictures of your family and the things that you're doing, like I feel like I know you and, you and you know what you're getting up to and things like that, but in a nice way that you're not totally oversharing because I think that's what a lot of people worry about, don't they? Sometimes they're a bit private. They don't necessarily want to show everything. So how do you find that balance? How do you find the balance between sort of what you want to share with the outside world and what you want to keep private? Yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone sharing their children. I don't do it too often. Um, I just do it as, because I always ask them, I say, oh, is it okay if I put this picture up you've done something or you know we, we might have I think we went pumpkin picking and I shared a photo of so I, I made sure I asked them because I thought you know this, you know they're a bit older now but I just think yeah you can overshare well, it's up to you how much you wish to share but I think just remember in the back of your mind that these these are potential people that will want to use you yes it's lovely to share but maybe keep more of your opinions and things on podcasts or whatever else um that's not you know appropriate but yes it just you you know you're a mum as well you get it you know I think over the summer days you know I shared something that said you know we're all shrugging a little bit now (laughs) it's just week one (laughs) (laughs) when do they go back Um, and it's just you know life is so short and just laugh and be kind and just yeah I think that's that's the main thing (laughs) no I love that and and I really love that you ask permission as well about the pictures like I think that's so so important isn't it with our kids and growing up and things like that and like it's a whole new world or the social media and their pictures being on there from a young age and things so that's great and and I think like you know like you said as well it's really relatable like ultimately your target audience are families our mums our parents you know they they want to see that human side of you because it builds that trust doesn't it and I think that's such a powerful thing about marketing is that especially when it comes to sales as well like you want people to kind of get to know you like I say that know like and trust so that when they're inquiring you're not having to sell to them because they know you already like they know what you offer they know your personality like I imagine the majority of your inquiries are more how can I work with you rather than what do you do yes because I make sure I share what I do (laughs) yeah exactly but that makes the whole process so much easier doesn't it definitely yeah because otherwise you'd just be repeating yourself and you know I think proof is in the pudding this is what I do if you want to join us come along. 100%, 100%. And that as well, I think as well, from a mindset point of view, is such a healthy way to run your business. Because like it said at the beginning, like if you've got that scarcity mindset, you always feel like you're chasing students. It feels stressful, doesn't it? It feels like every day is a bit of a hustling game. Whereas, yeah, I love that attitude. Like if you want to come join us, I know you're going to have an amazing time. And if you don't, well, (laughs) you're not. (laughs) (laughs) We'll still be here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Fantastic. That's so good. So I think, you know, from what you were saying earlier, it sounds like you're very busy. You know, you've got lots of stuff going on during the day. You've got a few afternoon students. And of course, you've got your family and three girls. So there's a lot of stuff to juggle. So how do you find that balance between sort of tutoring and family life and somehow squeezing in time off in between? And seeing my husband. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, forgot to mention the husband. And him <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, 
Well, what I did, well, it got to a point I was getting so busy. Um, so I sat down with my husband and we worked out a timetable and we put in things that were non-negotiable, things I didn't want to miss out on. So so I make sure that I take um, my youngest to baby groups, for example. I make sure that I take my older two to swimming lessons. And I put those all in the timetable first and then I went around it. And I think that's the way you've got to do it because I made the mistake and there's probably people listening that do as well. I took on everything, everyone, anyone that could write, yes, 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 I'll do it. Yes, 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 yes. And then it got to a point, I was like, right, I don't have any time at all to to plan all these children's lessons. (laughs) It got to a point where I said, right, we need to rejig this. And that's when I I did a whole rejig for September. I I spent the summer looking, but, and it's much, much better because I don't, there's that mum guilt that listeners might have if they've got children. You think, oh, I should be doing this, this, this. Yeah, I think if you put them, of course, put them first, but physically put them first put your non-negotiable time in so for example on a Friday um I don't do anything Friday evening that's mine and my husband's time the one one day a week <laughs> but then it's allocated time <laughs> um, but then he, so he's got time on a Friday afternoon to work as well and do his thing but I am very lucky that he kind of works from home as he's self-employed so he works at home so he has um our baby or well not baby anymore sob um but <laughs> he has the littlest while I'm working so you do have to have that support network you do have to have people that um are going to support you and you know and pick up the slack and you know do the housework and things when you're working (laughs) that makes all the difference It 100% does. I mean, I, I don't think I've talked about this much in the podcast before, but a, a year or two ago, I was reading this book and it was talking about sort of kind of what you're saying there. And one thing I did just for a short period of time was I hired a cleaner and I had huge blocks about this. Like I really, I don't know, I just really didn't feel comfortable with it at first, but it was life changing. She, this woman is, you know, I love her. <laughs> she, she's changed my life in so many good ways. But like you say, it's it's about building that support network around you because like, yeah, when you're running your own business, like you're wearing so many hats, um, you know, not just in your business, but in your home life as well. And of course, like you say, you've got mum guilt and then you've got like house guilt and things start to fall behind. And yeah, finding that balance is so tricky. So, you know, whether it's like a cleaner for like sort of domestic stuff or even I've spoken to people about, you know, getting yourself a virtual assistant, things like that, just something that frees up a couple of hours in your week because your time is so valuable isn't it like the job we do we trade money for time really so those hours are so precious to us even if it's just for us to spend time with our kids or do our own things so I hear you (laughs) good stuff so with with your classes as well is it mainly one-to-one or do you do lots of groups now so I only do three groups I would like to do more but again it's trying to fit that in so it is one-to-one I do my my lego clubs two-to-one but yeah mostly one-to-one I am hoping hoping to move into the new year and move into more paired because I've got some children and I just think to myself you'd work so well together like they're similar personalities I'm just so I'm gonna kind of sort that out around Christmas time for the new year and yeah more I love groups I absolutely love them I was so nervous my first one I I was shaking I was like but then once you've done it you're like oh what what was all the fuss about It's so funny, isn't it? Like every every tutor I've spoken to who does groups says exactly the same thing. And like we've all said, 
I've, you know, taught 30, 35 kids in a classroom. I've stood up and done assemblies, you know, like hundreds of kids in the room. So why am I quivering like a wreck over four kids on Zoom? You know? <laughs> yes, it's exa- yes, it's exactly it. Yeah. But once you've done it, you won't look back. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, yes, I, I could preach this all day. I totally agree with you. And it's like anything, isn't it? Like when you do it for the first time, it's always like no matter how confident you are with things, you're always going to get a little bit of like jitters and nerves before the first time. But yeah, I totally agree with you. 100% worth taking the leap, isn't it? What are your plans for the future? Have you got any sort of big plans or ambitions for your tutoring business for the 2023? I'll start with more groups and paired tutoring. And I just, I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I want to employ other tutors. I think I'd, I'd rather just do it all myself. <laughs> But yeah, I just think I just I'm just happy as I am, I think maybe yes, less hours, physical hours. But yeah, I mean, I'm loving the group. So maybe just fill my day with groups. Why not? I mean, this this is such an exciting time in your business, isn't it? Because you, you've got this lovely sort of comfort blanket now. Where you've got lots of sort of steady, reliable students. So the whole world is your oyster, isn't it? With With what you can do with it all and tweaks and changes you can make next year. Exciting. That's so great. So just as we're sort of coming towards the the end of today's episode. So I always ask people if you could give new business owners, so sort of new tutors or anybody who's starting their own online sort of service-based business, um, if you could give them one piece of advice for them starting up, what would it be? I would say consistent Um, And that means posting on your page, posting in groups, but also your lesson content. Be consistently creative, whatever you enjoy doing, be consistently that. So just have a consistent content, consistent if you're doing homework, just be consistent in everything you do. Have a consistent good attitude. And yeah, I think the word is consistent, but also help others I've had so many tutors message me and and ask me oh how did you start and I will reply to every single one because I remember when I first started I did message some and I I saw what they're doing I thought wow it's brilliant oh I'd love to do that how did you get started kind of thing and I I didn't have many replies and I just think in this business there is room for everyone there are so many children out there and it if oh what's that famous quote it says your candle doesn't burn brighter if you dull someone else's or if you I can't remember the exact wording but I know exactly what you mean yeah it doesn't make yeah just be kind and just help other people as well like help each other we're all in this together it's you know the same boat (laughs) and just you know if you've got something to share and some if you see someone struggling just kind of help them out and yeah just okay so be kind be consistent that's my two (laughs) Love it. <laughs> Bit of alliteration going on. <laughs> be kind, be consistent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell our English teachers. <laughs> No, I, I, I really love that. And I and I totally agree with you. I think definitely like the kindness one and helping people like I think when you first start your business, like it can be quite lonely, can't it? Like, you know, you spend a lot of time by yourself, especially if you're online tutoring as well. You know, these four walls of my office, you know, the amount of hours I spend in here. <laughs> it's something that's definitely grown for me as well as I know it has for you like community and sort of reaching out and working with people um and you can learn so much from others can't you even if they're just a couple of steps ahead of you yes definitely definitely so much to learn together
Yeah, definitely. And and also as well, I loved, I like, you know, we spoke about this earlier, but I love what you were saying about the consistency. I would say is one of people's biggest challenges is trying to be as consistent as possible with these things. But hopefully to anybody listening to this, Katie is absolutely proof in the pudding that being consistent makes such a massive difference to your business. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming on, Katie. Um, I've been so excited about this interview. I know it's going to be so helpful for so many people. So yes, anyone listening as well, I will in the show notes put links to Katie's page so you can follow along. And yes, have a look at all of her amazing lessons that she's doing. Look at her super cute family as well. And yeah, enjoy her consistency. (laughs) Oh, thank you. This has been lovely. Pleasure. All right, Katie. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.